And it is another week. This is Andrew Wood, joined as always by the people's pastor and friend, Jason Hayes. We coined that phrase last week, right? The people's pastor. You coined it. Yeah, we I did. I did not embrace did. it. I yeah. did not embrace it. Yeah. It's not really true. Yeah, I mean. I, but you continue to give it to me. I will tell you, the only, only way that I'm willing to accept it. It's not because it is actually the reality, because there's, uh, uh, you know, thousands of wonderful pastors in the East Tennessee area. Um, I think the only reason I would be willing to accept this kind of moniker that yeah. you know that you've given me is because it has a hint of of a wrestling name yeah. to it. You know, kind of like the people's pastor, people's kind of feels champ. like the people's elbow, yeah. or you know, I mean, the you know, rock. Yeah, yeah, all that other stuff. And so, yeah, maybe yeah, we can works. do what we need to do. Well, and speaking of wrestling, our county mayor. Is participated in the Royal Rumble. Did you see that? I did not. He participated in the Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble over on the weekend. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> the Royal Rumble in WWE. Where was it? I don't know. Uh, like didn't watch it. I used to watch it like all that? the time. I used to watch all those pay-per-views. Because, you know, a lot of these sports right now yeah. are being recorded. MMA in, for like, sure. Yeah, that's yeah. Recor- recorded in, in uh, other cities. Yeah, they're the fighting world. in places where there's no rules. Right. <laughs> but I would imagine that's probably like in Orlando. Well, what they're doing like with, the, with the Royal Rumble with WWE, they're not having any fans there at all. Okay. And so, uh, but Glenn Jacobs, also known as Kane, participated in the Royal Rumble. And the money that he made, he's actually donating – to uh, a local, uh, uh, I think TCAT. So, oh, that's cool. uh, so for for tech school and those type things, which is really cool. Also, another tidbit of information: the female that won the female Royal Rumble over the weekend went to Austin East, was in the track and field team at UT, and now she's a wrestler. Wow! So look at Knox County showing up and showing out. I mean, anything we say beyond this point is uh, is downhill. And I will say I mean, we have brought we have brought information to the people. I today. will say for for Glenn Jacobs to be mayor now, he's still putting in the time in the gym. He was in his cane outfit, you know, where the sleeves are cut off. Yes, dude is still jacked. Really, uh, it's amazing how he grows his hair all of a sudden because <laughs> he also had really long hair. Right. Uh, which right. clearly is fake. Right. Uh, I guess. Maybe the bald is fake. Maybe he puts a bald cap on. I like that. While he's mayor. Should we reach then, out to him right now? Yeah. Because I do have a Wouldn't summer. That, I have a how, summer right here. How awesome would it be if really he has long hair, but every morning he puts on a, a bald cap? Can I use this as an opportunity to announce that that is also what I've been doing. <laughs> That's what you've been, you actually have long hair. Yes, I actually have long flowing hair. But it's, you it's prefer really, the bald look. It's really the reason that Carrie has, has wow. f- fallen in love with me. That is I, amazing. I have, I have also, now this is going to be a lot for you to, to okay. try to get your mind around. I also have a different physique. Really? And so, yeah, there you put on is, a suit. I put morning. on a little bit of a suit. It's hmm. not, you know, you know, they, they call it the fat suit. Yeah, yeah. I have just more of kind of husky suit. Yeah, okay. Uh, you know, so I, I wear it. Um, and so, yeah, below all of this stuff, I have Fabio hair. Wow. And a Fabio built. That is amazing. Right. That so, I know it's a shocker. It's weird that you would choose to do that. It's weird that, you know. If you're going to be the people's pastor, that's almost what you have <laughs> to do. That is true. You have to go the <laughs> other direction. You have to do. Good if you're going to be the, the where people's have we, pastor. Where have we gone and how did we get here? But uh, I will say that, that that's awesome that, that our mayor can literally beat up anybody mayor, any other body else's mayor in the country. We know that for a fact. Yeah, yeah. He is a huge man. And, uh, and it's awesome that he still wrestles. Anytime and, I shake his hand, I'm just reminded, like, I am a wee little man. Well, and, and you know, him. the, the interesting thing is just standing next to him, 
you immediately feel, as a man, I feel like less of. Right. Just standing next to him. Right. I don't have to shake his hand or any, or like, you know, when you see people pre-COVID, you would like pat him on the shoulder. Right. When you would do that to him, you're like, oh, he is chiseled out of stone. Right. And, uh, and I'm not. So, so while we're in the studio, I mean, right now, in this very moment, uh, it's worth noting that we had, um, we had been in the studio. We have been in the studio for an hour or so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, already we were recording uh, something else, and uh, and just right here. I mean, in this moment, I've just realized that you no longer have a beard. I don't know. And, and I we thought talked we, about it last I thought we week. were we kind of like going and doing yeah. this together. And yet, I still um, – wait, did you get the vaccination too already? No. no I mean, actually, how many things are you doing without me? I got the me? vaccination and my beard left. It, I didn't know <laughs> if you knew the side effect was hair loss. How many uh, things but, have you done without me no, that we promised to so, do together? So after we talked uh, on radio last week, okay. uh, toward the end of the week last week, I went to trim up. And, you know, sometimes when you do that, it yeah. just goes bad. Yeah. And it went bad. And so I had to trim it all off. Um, and so, so, so on yeah. occasion, uh, you um, do some uh, – I, I don't think we – we wouldn't call it modeling, would I we? Would. I would. Okay, call it you modeling. would call it modeling. <laughs> <laughs> you do some kind of like promotional shoots sure, yes. with uh, DW Designs. Yes, that is correct. Do they have a request for you know? Like, do they do they kind of like does Dan and Don, who are great folks, in fact, Shoreline Partners. Yeah. If you don't know that we we get nothing out of I- anything related to this, we uh, should. you know, yeah. But but they're great folks. Yeah. Go check them out uh, in the Bearden area. Uh, I, do they kind of look at you like, Andrew, it would be ideal if you could trim the beard. I will say back beard. when I had the big beard, I think there were moments where they preferred that because it was big and full. The problem right. is taking photos in any of the in-between stages. It's just yeah. not, it's not great. Yeah. And so, uh, they haven't said it out loud, but I think it's pretty clear. <laughs> hey, you know, let's not get too scruffy. Yeah. When we when we do photos, and also I'm doing a, I'm doing a video project for Hope next week, and so I, like- I don't want it to be an in between right. weird, gross looking stage, and so well, uh, I wouldn't say that you've necessarily gotten past that, <laughs> yeah, uh, but thanks. I mean, you definitely. That's why I'm you, just narrating. Yeah, you the video. don't have a beard. Yeah. We'll put it that. Yeah, way. I don't have a beard, right. and so uh, made that made that happen last week. And you know, periodically I go through these phases. I look at old pictures. And I'm like, oh, I really liked it there. And then I watched an old video of me where I had a pretty good beard, and I was like, wow, that they shouldn't have let me do that video. Right, it is not right. flattering right. at all. And so I go through those moments of going, oh, that's flattering, that's not flattering. Um, and, uh, and I think I just kind of keep going back to, I think, I think it probably needs to just look like scruff. Kind of like George Clooney. Oh, wow. That's the goal. Well, you've missed that goal. <laughs> that's true. But you know what, ha- you know what has successfully happened? We've, we've stepped into February. We have. What about that? Yeah. And today. Does it feel, does it feel like, <clears throat> Like we're getting closer to the spring, or do you My feel goodness, like we are just straight so. up in the depths of winter? Well, if you are if you are a pagan and believe in Groundhog's Day, right, right. <laughs> believe then we've got what six six more weeks? weeks because the what's his name Puxatoni Puxatoni Field. I think it's is that right Poca, Pocahontas Field. Phil, yeah, that's Puxatoni. <laughs> Dave, the producer, had to come in the earphones and say, "Hey, y'all, you're being dumb." Say yeah, it right. Yeah. Puxatoni Phil. Which, uh, he saw a shadow. So if you believe in that nonsense, we have six more weeks of winter. Uh, 
here's the thing. Why do we need a groundhog to do it at all? Right. Uh, when did that start? I don't know the history of Groundhog's Day. Why did that start? Why did somebody all of a sudden say, hey, the groundhog knows? Right. And and how do you know if he sees a shadow? Is it because he turns around and runs back in his cage? Yeah. And it, like, startles him? So if he doesn't get startled, like, I, I that's the part I'm not familiar with. And then a few years ago, if you'll remember, and, and I would highly recommend you all go to YouTube and check this out, Mayor de Blasio in New York was holding a groundhog, oh my. and he dropped it. Oh my. I'm pretty sure that groundhog lost his life. And and also, the the word got out to the other groundhogs. Yeah. Like, well, and like they're like, don't well, go to New York. Like, yeah, and they're also like, we'll set winter in for you guys forever. Yeah, and I think yeah. the rats of New York are like, well, I'm glad that dude's not holding me because <laughs> we can't die because we're everywhere. Because we are in, everywhere. In New York City. And so, uh, but yeah, it's Groundhog's Day. And no, no, no. Groundhog's Day was yesterday. That's true. It was yesterday. Right. But but if we believe Groundhog's Day is like the movie, then, then, isn't today also Groundhog's Day? Oh, yeah. Day? Now, that's a great point. Right? Yeah. So, with that said, it's still February. It is still February. Uh, February is the month of love. Is it? You know, we've okay. got Valentine's. 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 You, <laughs> yeah, you are struggling today. Do I, you have uh, any Valentine's plans already set? Negative. No. Negative. No. Um... Do I? I believe it's a conspiracy from Hallmark. Yes. And let I me, love Hallmark. Let me tell you that I actually really, I, I, um, I have a, a, a challenge with, with Valentine's okay. Day. Okay. My, my challenge, and this, this is hard to reconcile because yeah. there's a certain side of me that, that I want to be the romantic. I want to be, like, I want to have, like, dedicated special time sure. with Carrie. Um, you know, I, I want to do that. On the other hand, I'm also frugal. Okay. Yeah. And so, like, going out... Cheap. Well, I I mean, yeah, maybe. Okay. Okay, You know, but if going... So, I'm all about going out to a nice restaurant uh, and and, and enjoying a dinner. The catch is, on those special dates, you know, Valentine's especially, you not only have an outrageously expensive preset meal, but it's just that it's often a preset meal of things that I wouldn't necessarily order. Right. And so, you're like, I mean, I would like to go out on Valentine's. But I don't want to pay double what I would if I'd have just gone a week ago, and nor do I want to end up eating things that I wouldn't have ordered a week ago. And so it's a tough one. So mm-hmm. Carrie and I have actually kind of shifted over recent years. We've yeah. we've we've usually chosen our favorite restaurant and gone there, you know, like a week out or something of that sort. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we still might go out and do something casual, and sometimes we'll just do it with the boys and kind of have yeah. fun, kind of a family fun valentine's uh you know uh, uh afternoon or whatever it may be but yeah that's that's a tough one uh i we don't do a ton of ex- we we don't do exchanging of gifts for valentine's yeah we don't either but we will try yeah. to like our, our love language even when it comes to like christmas and things of that sort like we're much more about experiences and time yeah. than we are just gifts for and that's not just for she and i but also for our children and so they'll get a you know a, a handful of gifts or whatever maybe but it's more you know, we'll try to have a, a trip or we'll try to have, right. um, you know, mm-hmm. even if it's Dollywood passes for the year or sure, things of yeah. that sort, that's going to be more memories and experiences mm-hmm. rather than just stuff that they may or may not need. And so, yeah, sounds yeah. to me like you just do nothing. Yeah, well, what I do is I sit Aaron down in, in the chair. Write a and, poem no, on I, the spot. I sit her down in the chair and I say, uh, here's, here's, your, here's your gift. Sit here and I'll be right back. And then I bring Gavin in. 
and I just stand him there. And then I bring Ev- uh, Summer in, and then I bring Evelyn, and then I bring Charlie, and I just have them stand there, and I go, this you're is welcome. I've, this is what I've given to you're you. You're welcome. You have four children from me. And uh, happy Valentine's Day. Now, will you go make supper? Uh, it's uh, at that point <laughs> where she throws up in the trash can next to you. <laughs> And she says, don't speak to me until you come back with yeah. some chocolates and at least a few flowers. Yeah. Uh, and so that, and then we get into a fight and we don't talk to each other the rest of the night. And then it's, it's great. It yeah. Really that great. sounds not as good as one would, would want. <laughs> uh, I would think you're, you're not so, right. No, that's, that's not, not what, what you do. do. That's not what we do. So, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's one of those things where, look, I'm a, uh, I'm a homebody. Okay. I, I don't know. know if people know. realize that. I do not like leaving the house. Even even the other night when uh, McGregor was fighting, the UFC fights were happening, and uh, uh, a buddy of mine was like, hey, do you want to come watch it? And I knew I needed to say yes because I don't ever go do anything with anybody. Right, because you're and, a curmudgeon. Yeah, and, and I told uh, – I didn't reply. I just let it <laughs> sit there. And then I told my wife, I was like, yeah, he's asked me to come watch the fight. I really want to watch the fight. And she was like, you should go. And I was like, I know I should go. But, but it's not here. But, I, you know, then I have to, like, shower. And then I have to, like, get in the go drive somewhere. And it's going to be really late. And she was like, you really need to go. <laughs> you complain about people not inviting you places. Right. And then they do. And you don't want to go. And right. I, like, I know I need to go. But – and so I went. I good went. And, and I – You probably had a good time. I did have a – I had a great time. was out – Way later you gotta than wear, I've been you out probably in a wore long your time. dress sweatpants. Your dressy sweatpants. <laughs> I wore I wore jeans, boots. Uh, oh my! And uh, I don't I don't wear so. anything but sweatpants beyond nine p.m. Mm, good and call. so in the fact the fact that that fight uh, happened up uh, at ten the o'clock, yeah, yeah, it would have been that would have not been. Happening. And I'll be honest, because it didn't go the way I wanted it to go. I'm glad I didn't. I had to put a little bit of money in, but I didn't have to pay for the whole right. thing. And so, uh, but a good fight, and and it was fun. So, so what I what I mean by that is, every now and then, even if you're a homebody, it's good to say yes and just go do something. Yeah. With somebody else, and eat pizza at 11 o'clock at night, and uh, and drink a craft Coca-Cola. That's what they had there because it was all Christians, no beer, which was great because I would have walked out and made a scene. Uh, <laughs> and so, and so we had really fancy. Coke, which I haven't had in, you know, seven or eight months. Well, so, speaking of fancy, good. we will be back here in just a moment. I got you, Sonny and Cher. I got you, you know, the interesting thing, Cher is like seven foot tall. Yes. It appears in pictures. And Sonny and was Sonny. approximately three foot nine. Yeah. They were the oddest, oddest couple. What yeah, I don't, weird, I don't really. I don't know if those numbers are exactly correct, but, but they it sure were close. That way. It, it yeah. was really. Cher is one of those that I don't know how tall she is. Really tall, at least in all the pictures, looked really tall. And then she would wear really tall heels, right? Which would make her even more tall. And then, and then with with Sonny, he was short. And even with he, I think he in the seventies he would wear like stacks, so it, you know you could get away with that. But even he was still short. And you're looking it up. So Cher is actually just five foot nine. No way. Yeah. And now let's see. And Sonny uh, is four foot. Yeah. Eight. Let's see here. Uh, he was uh, five foot five. 
Okay. So yeah, I mean, I can th- see there's that. a difference there. And, but but, but if she said, would wear heels, she's wearing six inch heels. Yeah. Then, then, so yeah. she's over six foot right. most of the time. When and they he were in was photos most together. likely not. But yeah. I guess he could have worn, as you said, some type of. Yeah, in the seventies, you yeah. could do that, right? Yeah. Bell bottoms I'm because just, it would cover your shoes. I was in the wrong generation. I could use a couple more inches. I'm still hoping for that final growth spurt. Four, Forty-three. It'll. it'll well, you think it'll come? No, I, no. I think as you get older, if anything, it goes the yeah, other direction. Yeah, yeah, thanks. And so, so February not only is Valentine's Day, it's also President's Day. We have President's Day, I think, in in February, yeah, sometime this month. Yeah. Wh- wh- who is your favorite president? Favorite president? Uh, I would probably. I would probably go. Uh, just overall Reagan or, or George Washington, just because George Washington was like the man. Right. That, you, that said, uh, I don't want to be president. Everybody wanted him to do it. And then after eight years was like, I'm out, you know, yes. kind of set that precedent for others following him. Uh, Reagan, just because of the, uh, how great he was, uh, in terms of, of leading and also in terms of, uh, how to communicate. Right. Uh, but really the one that really got me, interested in politics at all was george w that's my dude yeah george w uh would be probably my favorite not necessarily policy wise just right. because he's the one i was 17 I, you know he was the first president the most, i was able to maybe vote the most for formative in, yeah in your, and so for your me past. that's the one yeah and plus he had as we've spoken about multiple times on the show he also had that moment where he threw out the first pitch. That's true. After 9-11. You don't get And it was maybe, I mean, I know there's been, you know, like, like presidents that have led us into war. Yeah, there's yeah. presidents that have, have, you know, I mean, done major things, abolished slavery. Yeah. I mean, yes, absolutely. I don't want to minimize sure. those things. But when he threw that first pitch, it, it felt like maybe the most amazing presidential moment in the history of the well, world. Well, I think that's probably because I love sports. Well, that, but I think and also 9/11. because we lived through that. Right. Versus, you know, some of the other things we had to read about in the books. Right. With him, it was like, no, I was watching that happen. I watched him on the rubble in 9-11. Right. Not Say, to be confused with Royal Rumble. Exactly. Which another, exactly. Okay, we've talked about and, that. And right. maybe Glenn Jacobs one day will run for president. <laughs> which is a possibility. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, it's been, uh, yeah, so February, it's crazy to me. And, and, you know, I've been told my whole life, Hey, as you get older, time flies. Right. But my goodness, is that not the truest statement? We're already in February. Like I, I don't, I, it's crazy to me that we're already in February of 2021. I mean, yeah. Christmas is just around the corner. I would say, do you have your Christmas decorations up? We already? finally took them down. Okay. So you did take them down. Yes. I thought maybe you just kept them up. No, we finally took them down. Wow. Yeah, I, I took all the trees down to the basement. Hey, so can you uh, uh, give me uh, – to, today we do want to talk about some events that are happening. Can you attempt – Okay. And you you might not be able to, in all honesty. You're going to talk about GameStop. I want to ask yeah. you about GameStop yeah. because I have done quite a bit of reading. Yep. Um, and by quite a bit, I mean I read a, an article yeah, sure. uh, or two, yep. maybe three or four actually. Yeah. Uh, but there has been a outrage, a, a, yeah. a uproar, uh, any other expressions I could give by a number of people yeah. who have said this is an absolute sham. This is uh, an indictment on the system. Yeah. It is indictment on, um, uh, you know, kind of the elitist mentality. Mm-hmm. Certain people, uh, are the only ones that can make money when yeah. the common man figures out a way to make money they yeah. stop it can can you 
give me a little bit of insight on Yeah, I mean, the, the best way to look at it is now because we have apps and, and day trading is no longer just a thing for people that live in New York City. Right. Or, or Wall Street, uh, brokers. It, day trading, anybody can do it. If you have a little bit of money, you don't even have to have a lot of money. You right. can download an app, Robinhood app, which has right. been in the news for a while. And you can day trade. You can look at the stocks and pick stocks and buy stocks and sell stocks. And what happened was with what happened with GameStop last week, which GameStop, I mean, is a company, but they've I've, never I've seen into a GameStop yeah, before. They their their shares have typically been. I think the most they ever saw was like sixteen dollars a share. Um, and so what what some people in Reddit, which is another kind of uh, social media group, I'm not a part of, but but Reddit's a big deal online. Right. Uh, what some people on there recognized was, hey, it, it appears as if some big firms in New York are shorting the stock of GameStop. And so it's like a short squeeze. And so what happens when they do that is they borrow stock at like $10 a share. Right. And they, they are dooming that in the hopes that that stock will go down. So when they then pay the stock off, they're paying it at, say, $7 a share, and they actually made money off that. And so it's a process where they – they know well, we're going to short this stock, but in the long run, we're going to make money. It's kind of like when right before the pandemic, right when the pandemic was hitting, a big Wall Street guy went on the news and said, you know, what's going to be hit the hardest is the hotel industry. So everybody sold their hotel stock. Right. Well, guess what that guy did? Went and bought he bought stock. all the hotel stock. That's right. And he made billions of dollars. Right. And so what you had is some guys on Reddit encouraging a group of people, hey, you just got your stimulus money, you have some money sitting around, go buy GameStop. And what we saw was GameStop went to like three or $400 a share, which it's never gone to. And some of those Wall Street for- firms lost billions of dollars. One of them had to declare bankruptcy. And then basically they and then, just shut it down. And, and, and then they said, you can't buy or sell GameStop anymore. And Robinhood shut it down and, and it was like, well, hold on. We're not, we're just doing what they do every day. Correct. And, and so it did seem the interesting part for me was you had Donald Trump Jr., AOC and Ted Cruz all agreeing with each other. Right. It, it, you've been hearing a lot of talk about unity. Who would have thought GameStop <laughs> would have unified Trump Jr., AOC and Ted Cruz? At least for a moment. At right. least for a moment. Man, isn't that it was it was it's crazy and it's still happening now they're doing it to silver oh yeah they're amc and and so you're seeing these guys online like i I read an article about the guy that got it started he's 34 i think and he made uh 33 million dollars last week unreal did you did you make 33 i did not i I was I was like 29 million oh, I think, okay. last week. It was interesting. I saw a meme that said, Hey guys, next time we're, there's an opportunity to make a lot of money, shoot me a text. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's <laughs> like, yeah, if y'all could have let me know right. before I it went I up. I would have loved to have not been reading about this in the papers. <laughs> yeah. I would have loved to have gotten that notification beforehand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like the whole Bitcoin thing, which I don't know much about, but. A lot of the talk radio guys I've been listening to for years have been saying, buy Bitcoin. I was like, whatever. And Bitcoin, if you'd have bought a thousand dollars at, at, you know, three years ago, right. you'd have been a millionaire today. Yeah. That's how much it's gone up. Which is crazy. And it's insane. That's it's why insane. I would like to announce that I bought no Bitcoin. <laughs> I, I have no Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I mean, so yeah, so we've got stuff like that going on. We have had, Executive order My after goodness. executive yeah. order after executive order. Any thoughts on 
I mean, that that's not unusual. No. Uh, it happens. I mean, it is. We have, I think, 42 at this point. It's right. a lot. To that, to that margin feels uh, uh, significant. But, but here's but, – But day first day executive orders is not that No, here, here's the thing. We have – and I love it when people are like, well, on the campaign trail, he said he was against executive orders. I'm like, well, that's the campaign trail. Right. They, that all changes when they win the election. Yeah, there's, there's been countless things yeah. that have already been proven to yeah, not and be and so true. And right. so what happens is when you legislate via executive order, which Obama did – which Trump did and which now Biden is doing, all you're doing is flipping. And right. so what Trump did was take away what Obama did and what Biden is doing is taking away and really getting back to what Obama did. And so uh, that's not surprising. This is politics 101. This is what happens. And uh, and so, it, you know, is it making me lose sleep? Are there some executive orders I really strongly disagree Absolutely. with? 100 percent. But this is politics. And right. if if in four years a Republican wins, guess what? Day one. Guess what they're going to do? Correct. All of this. And then the Republicans are going to be saying, yeah, that's what we do. And the Democrats <laughs> are going to say, how could you? You? What's wrong yeah. with you? I mean, this is what it is. My dad told me the other day, uh, you've become really cynical since November 3rd. And I was like, yeah, I'm kind of frustrated with it all. Yeah, dad. Yeah. 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 We'll be back. What's that? That's Skinner, right? No. I said it with so much confidence. So much confidence. It's not, though. No. Who is it, Dave? <laughs> That's you what you were about to you say. You could have given me. You were about to say Werewolves of London. You could have given me six hours. And you wouldn't have even You could have given me days. I would have never guessed I'm Werewolves of London. Six years, and you wouldn't have gotten. Never, without Google, would have never have guessed Werewolves. I've never even. I've heard that song countless times. Man, never knew there was even a band called Werewolves of London. Did you? Wasn't Jason? there? What was that movie? Something of Wall Street. Wolf. Wolves. Of, so we've got Wolves of Wall Street yes. and Werewolves of London. Yeah, and and what happened this past week was people Kinda. on Reddit became Wolves of Wall Street. Wow. I mean that is impressive. Yeah. So we go back to uh you know executive orders. Yes. Lots of stuff happening. Yeah. Um what is your uh what's your analysis or or what would you say your observations are in light of uh does it feel as if maybe the temperature is cooling? I'm like do you see people kind of going back to their corners, uh, you know, after obviously what has happened yeah. over the last many months and then escalating all the way to the point of what happened at the Capitol. Yeah. I mean, do you sense maybe a calming to call it a peace may not be accurate? Yeah. Um, or do you think it is just waiting on the next thing to, to stir the pot again? I, I do. I will say this. I've seen some people on social media that have been real fired up is a polite way to put it. Uh, pull back and even even post some apologies mm-hmm. uh, and even post some uh, repentance. Hey, yeah. I've, I've, I've been dealing with idolatry. Wasn't really aware of it until now, uh, until you know, I saw somebody post the other day like uh, I was losing sleep after the election. I, I was angry, irritable. Uh, and the Lord showed me my idolatry in that. And mm-hmm. so uh, mm-hmm. I think I think there is some of that. I think um, and, and let's be honest, like the, there's there's something too. And I and I had this conversation with somebody yesterday and I said, 
there are people that are always on edge right. on both sides of the aisle. Right. And all they need is a little nudge. Yep. And what we've had over the last few years is both sides being willing to give that little nudge. More and than then, a, and, a pretty good push. Yeah, and then right. act as if their hands are clean. Right. And, and this is for Republicans and Democrats both. And so because of that, I feel like some of them saw, oh, we might have pushed a little too hard. Right. Maybe our words had a little bit more impact yeah. than we wanted to believe they could. And and now we're we're using language that uh, we probably shouldn't have used because the, these people that are on edge are are hearing that and they're taking it. They're not seeing that as kind of a metaphor representing something else. They're seeing that as, no, we need to go do this. Right. And and so I do feel like over the past uh, few weeks, I've seen kind of a pullback yeah. of maybe maybe I stepped out too far. Maybe yeah. I allowed myself to get wrapped up in, in some things I shouldn't have. And and so I'm, I'm hopeful in that. Yeah. I'm hopeful that both sides will see, uh, hey, there's something to trying to – reconcile and find unity with each other even though we disagree with each other that's okay we can disagree but we don't have to be in that's what really bugs me at times when i hear both sides say the other side is the enemy wow that's a problem yeah that's it's unhealthy and it's when you start seeing the other side as an enemy well then we've we've crossed another boundary that we didn't need to cross right and so you you actually used the word reconcile mm-hmm. and so this past Sunday as you know um, because you were just I was locked there. in and yeah. low just just you were so focused yes. uh paying attention to my message <laughs> I was there uh you are uh Ephesians chapter 2 we're talking about reconciliation and we're most notably talking about it in the context of Jews and Gentiles uh, you know, you have Jew, uh, Jews that are the chosen people of God. You have uh, Gentiles that not only uh, socially were outcast, but uh, even spiritually kind of seemed as if they had uh, no real spiritual lineage, if you could use that expression. And so uh, Paul is describing that in Christ we have been reconciled, um, no longer strangers, no longer aliens. We have been reconciled to himself. So a holy God can have relationship with unholy people like you and me. And so because we've been reconciled with God, we can also be reconciled with one another. And so, of course, you know, the natural um, application might be towards very personal relationships, whether it be, you know, maybe a, a spouse or maybe it's with a, a child, um, a family member that, that you found yourself at odds with. Maybe it's a neighbor or a lifelong friend. And so, though today, I, I would just ask, you know, what what does it look like, if, if anything? And, and I'm not 100% certain that I actually know the answer to this. You know, what does it look like when we have had a very public, if one has had a very public kind of profile or a very public stance and have then found themselves in a spot where either they say, "Hey, I have done some things that um, that uh, that that actually I just don't agree with now," uh, meaning that 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 they actually have realized that they were maybe believing some lies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they've realized that certain things that were espoused to them were not going to come true, and, and so maybe there is a, a sense of. Uh, I, I've seen the light. You know, maybe yeah. there is, as you said, a spiritual version of that, which is genuine repentance. Yeah. Uh, and then there's also the side uh, that that I would hope would be spiritual nature as well. You know, where hey, I have just, I have just been divisive. Like meaning, I have, I have publicly 
been doing things that has clearly created animosity between myself and others. And and maybe someone finds themselves in a spot where they don't want to be in animosity with those people anymore. And so, you know, we've talked about um, extended families and we've talked about, uh, you know, family gatherings and hanging around at Christmas and Thanksgiving. Yeah. And, and you're like, man, this Christmas, I, I, th- this Thanksgiving, this, this 4th of July coming up, I want it to be, I want it to be, to be, uh, you know, healthy again. Yeah. What, what might you, what might you say to those folks? Well, I, I would say you have to, at times, you know, we, we're waiting for maybe, maybe, and you talked about this on Sunday, maybe you're the one that was hurt. Uh, and so you don't feel as if you need to be the one to try to fix it. Uh, I would say maybe sometimes we do need to be the one, especially if we're believers and the other person may not be, then we, we might have to initiate that. I even know within my family, uh, sometimes we have to just you and Gavin, me and Gavin really disagree <laughs> on a lot of things. Uh, no, no, I think I think I think with with my family, sometimes we have to uh, step up and go, hey, can it at the we're going to disagree right. politically. Can we just agree not to talk about it while we're together yeah. and not to throw jabs at each other? Because, it, you know, it's one thing when me and you are being sarcastic and jabbing at each other. Right. You can always know when that crosses oh, over yeah. to truth. Absolutely. And now you're just being a jerk and passive aggressive. And, and now you, you've stepped over the line of going back and forth. Now you're just trying to hurt me. Right. And, and so I think we do that within family structures as well. And so uh, for me, it would be, hey, when I when I call my granddad who may disagree with me politically, I don't bring it up. Right. I talk about other things. Right. I talk about great memories we have growing up. I, I talk about times we spent together. I talk about the weather. I talk about what's going on, you know, or, or maybe it's a, uh, you know, an aunt or an uncle that, that you're, you, you kind of come to blows with. Maybe it's a, they, they're, you know, adamant you wear a mask and the other right. ones aren't. And, and so how do you walk through that? How do you, how do you deal with that? Uh, but I think both sides, regardless of where you fall, we have to be willing to, uh, engage with people that disagree with us. And I'm not saying engage in debate. Right. I'm saying just, hey, maybe, maybe just have a conversation well, with them. One of the great things about that Ephesians 2 passage, and again, we, we have to be mindful that that is in the context of, of two different people groups, Jews and Gentiles. Uh, and, and I was quick to say even on Sunday, you know, you don't want to misapply, uh, or nor do you want to overapply, but I, I really do think that idea of reconciliation speaks into so many pockets and areas of our life. And I just I think that at times there is 100 percent the appropriate moment to say, hey, listen, I've wronged you mm-hmm. and we need to talk about that. I think there's also the moments where you need to go and to speak to someone, as you said, and say, hey, listen, I don't know if you know this, but that really hurt me. Mm-hmm. And I'm 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 harboring things in me that bitterness and and hostility towards you. And I, I don't want to be trapped by those things. And so. I'd like to kind of bring those things to the forefront. And, and so I think there's appropriate moments for that. I would also say this on, on what might feel a little bit more accessible to people. You know, one of the cool things that happens in Ephesians 2 is Paul then lists on like in Christ, here's all the things you have in common. Mm-hmm. You know, he then basically goes on and just speaks on this, this, this almost nonstop list. You see in Ephesians 2, I think it's 18, 19, 20. All through there, it's just like all of these things that we are recipients of, joint recipients of in Christ. 
And while that principle holds true absolutely for us as Christ followers, fellow Christ followers, I think what you said too, even when you talk about, you know, maybe a family member, if we will focus in on some of the things that we have in common, and let's start there, I really do believe we can start to see not just some healing, but maybe actually some unity. When you start to say, hey, yeah, like we both care about the future for our children. Hey, hey, we both care about, um, you know, the well-being of, of, of this people yeah. group. Or hey, we, we both really do love our, our parents. Or we both really do appreciate our childhood that we had together. Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever the examples may be for you, let's begin to focus in more on what we have in common rather than what we have apart. And I think, I think in that, We'll see a little bit of headway. Well, and, and it's it's going to lift your spirits, too. Right. If you're not always seeking a way to tear somebody down or to prove them wrong or to call them out. Uh, I mean, it, and, and two, there's something to actually engaging with people off of the computer right. and off of your phone and in person with conversation. Uh, and, and it makes a difference because yep. then you can hear their tone. You can uh, you can really experience what that is. And I know we, we've really gotten away from that as a society. Uh, but, man, it would go a long way if we get back to that. We'll talk more when we come back. That's Skinner's, right? That's Skinner Skinner. If we could just establish that in the years that we've been doing this show, I don't, I don't know... I don't know if we've come back from a break with Skinner. I think we did Freebird one. Okay, maybe and, because and, I told you that they, I told you that they played <laughs> it at funerals where I grew up. That's Joe Jackson, obviously. Right. Uh, is that one of the Jackson Five? That completely is not. unrelated. <laughs> that is so not right, uh, man. Well, I didn't know, man. You were wrong. I didn't know you if he wrong. was one of the Jackson Five. So, uh, in the last few minutes we've got here today on Between Sundays, yeah. um, speak towards uh, big things happening at Hope. We've got a big event coming up yeah. in April. Yeah, in April, our banquet. We've decided to. Uh, I'm not using the, the phrase virtual event anymore. I'm taking that out of my vocabulary. But we decided to. Uh, have a night with hope online. Love that. Uh, and so we're, we're going to do that again this year, like we did last year, just because we still, you know, people are still getting vaccinated. We're still trying to get on the other side of, of COVID. And, right. and so we want to just crazy make sure to believe we're not, that. It, Isn't it hard insane. to believe we were a year down yeah. the road? 15 days to flatten the curve. Yeah. And, uh, 360 <laughs> days later. We yeah. Are, uh, where we're at, but we're, we're, we're trying to make sure that we're, uh, you know, doing good by our, our supporters and our partners. And so it'll be about a 25, 30 minute event that night. Patient testimony. I'll be speaking. Uh, it's going to be a great night. And then th- the thing that we're looking forward to is 2022 is Hope's 25th anniversary. Yeah. So we're, we're going to, uh, the hope is we're, we're going to have an in-person big event in 2022, uh, to celebrate the 25th anniversary. But yeah, we're looking forward to, to what uh, 2021 has in store and and we're still serving and still. So, you know, one of the things that has been a real loss is, um, you know, I mean, we all love being able to gather together in person. There's no doubt about Mm -hmm. it. And, and, and I know that you guys had great success with um, a a night with hope online, uh, you know, uh, last year and, and believing that same to be true. I think maybe my biggest loss is somehow, in the last few years, I don't, I don't know how this happened, but somehow 
I managed to get placed at your table. Yeah, big table. I mean, like, like, yeah. kind of like the front table. Yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, there's been like, like people that were far more. One year we had a lot of politicians. Yeah, like far table. more, uh, yeah. you know, like, I don't know if I would use the term prestigious or yeah. whatever it may be, but, but I kind of felt like I, I was out of place. You and, and me yet, both. You and me and both. And yet I was there with you. Yeah, th- that one year in particular, one of those said politicians got up and, uh, really took the moment to, to say a lot about politics. It, it made me really uncomfortable. Anytime uh, a politician, I was sweating a anytime lot. Anytime a politician, uh, who happens to be one of my friends, yeah. uh, you know, but stands up and says, I was given two minutes, but you can't say anything in two minutes. Yeah, that makes me nervous. That's going to be a problem. That makes me nervous. That is going to so, be a problem. Uh, so to all yeah. my politician friends out there, don't do that. No. All my pastor friends, no. don't do that. To no. anyone who stands on a stage, do not do that. But, I will say, of things you can do, go ahead and lock me in for that table. Awesome. We'll do 2022, I will look forward to the 25-year celebration, and I'm trusting that George W. Bush will be there. You know, or maybe maybe Kane will be there. Okay. As Kane, not as Mayor Jacobs. I want him dressed as Kane. That that would be noteworthy. That would be amazing. Wow. Do you have any idea how giddy I would be? <laughs> if I'm up there speaking and Kane is just sitting at our table, he's just sitting there. He's just acting normal, eating. Eating. And he's in his whole getup. The question that would is, be the greatest traditionally thing at those meals mm-hmm. at the Hope Fellowship Dinner, there's there's it's kind of like a multi-course yeah. meal. Um it's always done super well. Uh, there, you know, there's usually kind of like a little starter or a salad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is Kane allowed no. to eat a salad? No, he can't eat a salad. I don't think that he no. would. I'm Actually, like, it's got to be against the the like kind of the rules of conduct yeah. for his character. What I would want no to salad happen. Eating. What I would want to happen is while I'm speaking, picture this, Jason. While okay. I'm speaking, the lights go out. Okay. And then when the lights come back up, flames. Kane is standing in the middle of the room, and then he brings flames up from the right. corner. Yeah. And then he turns to the crowd and he says, "Go to Investing Hope right now and give." And then the lights go back off, and when the lights come back on, he's gone. Now that that that, that would get us after money. he ate a vinaigrette <laughs> yeah. uh, dressing on. And a while salad. I'm, can I get a salad to go <laughs> with vinaigrette? <laughs> No bread, watching my carbs. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, where are we I going think that today? would be. I think that would. So make, that is not for this year, but we do have an online. We do have an online event this yes, year. Investinghope.com. Uh, yeah, investinghope.com. I do want to encourage people that are listening. Um, hey, listen. In all sincerity, we really um, we don't take ourselves serious, as you guys know, uh, but we desperately, desperately take the gospel serious. Yes. And so if you, by chance, are looking for a church home, we would love for you to check us out. Absolutely. ShorelineKnox.com. Hey, friends, thanks for joining us. I hope you have a fantastic week. We will talk to you next, next Wednesday. Week. Happy February. <laughs>